What's up, folks? It's Tony Wiggins here with Locked On Jaguars starting a series today where I'm going to do some free agency and I'm going to do a draft that coincides with that free agency to help the Jaguars this year. And then I'm going to do another one tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that, and we're going to see which ones we like the best. We'll do all of that in just a second here on a Tuesday on Locked On Jaguars. Your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, man. Welcome. Let's have some fun. We thank you for joining us here on Locked On Jaguars, making us your first listen because it's your team every day. And we thank you for joining us as always and reminding you that we are free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast make sure you like and subscribe hey check this out we're gonna finally do it man we i've talked about this team building stuff for so long uh about how the draft affects free agency and free agency uh affects the draft and what you do and we talked yesterday about whether or not you have tells whether or not you can um avoid showing your hand uh in free agency when it comes to uh who you're going to draft and how do you add talent to your team the bottom line is the jaguars need to add talent to the team they need to bring talent to the organization and at some point get players that are better than other people the good way to do that is from a bad result that means you're picking high in the draft for a reason that's because you were a terrible team the year before and in jaguars case they're picking first two times in a row because they were a bad team and they picked in the top 10 for most of if you if you're a sixth grader for most of your adult life the jaguars have picked in the top 10 so how do we get better how do we get to the point where we're not constantly doing this well it starts uh brick by brick draft by draft player by player and you have to have a vision so today we're going to put on our gm hats along with you uh i'm going to warn you you're not going to get you're not going to get everybody you want in fact day one you might not get anybody you want you might say wig if they do that in free agency you know what they whiffed uh i'll beg the different and i'll explain it all so what i'm gonna do in segment one is we're gonna go through some free agents segment two we're gonna go through the first four rounds of the draft and we're gonna do it live i'm using a simulator and i'm gonna tell you who's available and i'm gonna tell you who i'm gonna pick and i'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna pick them now what i did was i am a member of of this uh, this site so i cut I logged out so that I'm not able to, to trade because when you're a member and you're a paid member, you're able to make trades and then teams keep calling you while they're trying to make a trade. I don't want to do that. I'm going to not assume we're going to be able to make trades. I did reach out around to a lot of people on the Locked On Podcast Network who I thought might have some ideas about potential trades, but none of them hit me back. And that's because I don't think anybody wants to trade up to number one or at least none of the, the people that cover those teams have uh, received any information that that's what they want to do, that somebody wants to trade up. And so the likelihood of it happening might be null and void. Um, Let's get started. How about that? All right. So when free agency starts, the Jaguars obviously will have a lot of competition. As you all have seen, a lot of franchise tags have gone out. Uh, One that I anticipate will also go out is Devontae Adams. Now that Aaron Rodgers is under contract at four years, $200 million. So for the sake of this, I'm going to leave him out. I'm also leave Mike Williams out who I believe either he has been franchise tagged or he will be getting franchise tag. So I'm a little bit wary also that he is going to be available. So we're going to attack this in the best absolute way we can keeping the draft in mind. So I'll get started. First player the Jaguars are going to sign is C.J. Uzoma. 
tight end from the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, and this is not because Uzoma had a big game against the Jaguars this past season. I think he's an adequate blocker. He's a pretty good blocker, but he's also a very good pass catching tight end. If I have one concern about him is that he did get hurt in the playoffs. He also had an Achilles the year before uh, that, that stumped his development a little bit. But he's a guy who was a, a big part of the Bengals making their run towards the Super Bowl. Now, he didn't have huge numbers. Uh, he, he, you know, he'd probably be surprised with the lack of actual production that he's had. But he's had uh, numbers in a big game. And all I can tell you is this. Whenever he was in the championship game and he went down with injury, you heard a gasp and you heard it go, oh, no. Whenever you, oh, no, that means the guy is pretty valuable to your football team. He's a big dude, too. He's like 6'6". Six, six. Uh, he can move. He can catch. And the Jaguars have said that they're going to prioritize the tight end position. What do I think it'll cost? I think you can get him for around $6, 7000000 million. I don't think it's going to cost too much uh, money, uh, a boatload of money to keep him. And plus, Gronk has made it very clear that if he plays, he wouldn't mind playing with Joe Burrow. So Cincinnati might have a priority on another tight end. But I'll go with C.J. Uzama first big tight end out of Cincinnati to start to help Doug Peterson get the pass catching tight ends that he needs. We need to address the offensive line. And I'm going to do that here right now too. I'm going to give the Jaguars, Alex Kappa, a right guard from Tampa. Now I know Tampa lost uh, Ali Marpet early. They probably don't want to lose Alex Kappa. I don't care what they probably want to do. I'm going to go get him a big physical kid out of Humboldt state. Really, really plays well at right tackle can move. I'm not saying he's a great player, but he's better than anything the Jaguars have had at right tackle. And at 6'6", he can carry some weight and he can move pretty good. Their running game did what it was supposed to do, and he helped be a part of a team that actually protected Tom Brady. Um, this over Brandon Scherf for me, who I think is going to get overpaid, I think you can get Alex Kappa for 8 to $10 million a year for four years, $32, $40 million. You don't break the bank, but you get a really, really good player who's used to playing at an extremely high level. And Tampa has a lot of people that they have to resign, even though Brady has left. So uh, I'll attack these teams. If you notice, it's going to be a trend with me. I'm going to attack these teams. They may have a problem with loading up, front-loading contracts the way the Jaguars will be able to because of their salary cap situation. All right, so we got us a tight end, and we got us an offensive guard who's going to play at the right guard position. We still need to address more weapons on offense. But i tell you something that came up really, really quick for me. Um, Adam Gosses and Dewan Smoot are two guys that either the Jaguars will look to do something with them before free agency starts or maybe let them test the waters a little bit and know that they have a chance to come back. I'm going to give them both back to the Jaguars in this segment. I'm going to say they signed Adam Gosses and Dewan Smoot, who can back up at the edge. He can stand up. He's versatile. And Gosses can play uh, the, the big end or the three technique as well. I think they're just two good and young developmental players, roster guys who can actually give you uh, 30 plays a game. I just don't think you let them go when you've already had them here in your program uh, and let them go be good players for someone else. Give them both pretty decent deals. You're not breaking the bank. You're probably spending four or five million dollars a year on both of them, uh, not collectively, but individually. And I think you string it out a little bit, give them some bonus money. You might even be able to lessen uh, that per year by giving them some money up front. So, so far, we have retained two players, Adam Gostas as well as Gostas, as well as Dewan Smoot. Shout out Dewan Smoot also for delivering his own baby. Uh, we got to give him credit for that. Um, and we've signed CJ Uzoma and Alex Kaplan. You guys are probably saying, hey, sexy enough, man. 
I want more than that. All right, I'm going to give you more than that right now. I'm going to give you what you've been waiting for because I know exactly what it is. And what it is is you want a nickel corner, right? That's not what you're thinking about, but that's where I'm going right now. Steve Nelson. Steve Nelson's been around. He's played for Kansas City. He's played for Pittsburgh, played for the Eagles. He's not very big. He's about 5'10 five, five, and a half, 5'11", about a buck 90, but he's hard-nosed. He plays the slot. He knows how to play underneath. He can play a little bit outside as well. He's a veteran. He's like 29 years old, but he's been in the mix a lot and he understands how to be a glue guy and a pure slot guy for a team. And I think he'd be a great addition similar to some of the other additions you've seen here in the past when they've gone out and got a veteran guy who can come in and play the nickel. He can play outside in a pinch. He's probably not somebody you want to leave out there all day, but I do love the fact that he's aggressive. He can tackle well and he moves well in short spaces. So I got your nickel corner. I got Steve Nelson, a veteran, seven year veteran, coming into play some nickel corner to go along with C.J. Uzama as well as Alex Kappa. Now, I know you guys are like, that's not exciting enough for me, Wig. What are you going to do at the wide receiver spot? I'm going to tell you right now what I'm going to do at the wide receiver spot. I'm going to get two guys that can both play the slot, and one of them can play outside. Two guys, both can play the slot, one of them can play outside, but they have something in common. They can run like the wind, and they route run very well. First person I'm going to get, I know y'all think I'm going to get Amari Cooper, but I'm not. I'm not going to sign Amari Cooper. Dallas is trying to get rid of Amari Cooper so that they can re-sign Cedric Wilson. We're not going to let it happen. We're going to sign Cedric Wilson. We're going to give Cedric Wilson a contract that Dallas can't match. Maybe $8 million a year over three years, maybe a little bit more if that's what it takes. Give him some bonus money up front and tell Cedric Wilson, you are going to play outside for us. And you're going to be able to double back in the slot if we ever need you to do that. Cedric Wilson is going to be a wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm not done because to make sure that Wilson knows he's not going to primarily play the slot, I'm going to sign a slot receiver from Arizona by the name of Christian Kirk. So now we're starting to see we're getting guys that can separate. Kirk caught a boatload of balls last year, caught over 70 balls last year, and they got all that problems with their quarterback out there. We ain't got no problems with our quarterback here. Our quarterback's a leader. You ain't got to worry about him whining. You ain't got to worry about him and his agent talking in the media. You come here, and you're going to catch a lot of balls. So now we have Christian Kirk, Cedric Wilson, slot, and a guy who can play the slot and the outside provides some versatility. And Wilson is six one and a half. So he's not a small guy. So you don't have to worry about that. CJ Uzoma, another tight end. Alex Kappa at right guard. On defense, we added a veteran nickel in Steve Nelson. And we retained both Adam Gostas as well as Dewan Smoot because sometimes you have to retain your own. Now we're going to do it live. I'm going to draft some players live right now no trades not what i think the jaguars are going to do but what i would do uh if i was the gm and that's what you know we're doing here today so i'm going to tell you in just a second what i believe the jaguars should do if they listen to me as the gm and i'll tell you after i tell you about bet online bet online Football might be over. It's never over for us because we're talking draft right now. But basketball, they're actually still playing on the court. And guys are going crazy, hitting 50 and 60 points. And teams are making their run for the playoffs in the NBA and in college. It's about March Madness times. So you know teams are trying to get it all in. And from the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land, betonline.net 
has the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. They had a great UFC fight this weekend. They got some good boxing coming up and all of that stuff. And you can head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action that will be happening. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. And I know you guys start here with me every single day because Locked On Jaguars podcast, it's yours. It's your team every day. And we thank you for making us your first listen here. So far, quick recap. We've gone through free agency, and I think it's important for you to go through free agency before you get to the draft. I don't necessarily think you allow the draft to dictate what you're going to do in free agency, but I do think uh, you have to pay attention to it and make it all part of the big puzzle and all of part of the big picture. So right now, we went out and we got, we kept Dewan Smoot, we kept Adam Gosses, Steve Nelson, a rook, uh, 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 nickel corner, Alex Kappa, a starting right guard, Christian Kirk and Cedric Wilson to play wide receiver to give us that speed and guys that we know that can create after the catch and can run like the wind. And C.J. Uzoma, the tight end from Cincinnati, who's now, according to this podcast today, a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So now what do we do? I'll tell you what we do, man. We now go to the draft the Jaguars on the clock right now with the first pick obviously uh for this for the sake of this draft I tell you it's the usual suspects it's Evan Neal it's Aiden Hutchinson it's Kyle Hamilton and it's Ikem Ikwanwu so for the exercise I decided that I'm going to switch up and I'm going to do something instead of me doing what I would do I'm going to do what the Jaguars will do in this situation. And I made that decision because I want to give you guys some different scenarios and some things that you can possibly look out for happening. Now, I know you're saying, man, free agency, man, we didn't get a lot. It's just like last year, but there are a lot of big names last year. There aren't as many big names this year because the tag and there aren't as many big names this year. So what you're going to get is you're going to get guys that's going to help your program. All right. So we're picking now in the draft. You guys know I love me some Evan Neal. I just don't think they're going to do it, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm going against, you know, what I want here. I'm going to say the Jaguars are going to take Aiden Hutchinson. I'm going to give the Jaguars Aiden Hutchinson an edge because he actually did work out and look like a beast when it came to uh, the draft uh, process. So now what you have on defense, you have Aiden Hutchinson on one side, Josh Allen on another. I think the one thing that did sell me a little bit on Hutchinson is because he was always listed at 6'4 and a half, 6'5", and then he gets there and he's a tad under 6'7". So that makes the things that he did, that gives me a little bit of a better idea of um, why he was able to be as successful as he was. So uh, for that that reason, I'm going to go ahead and move on Aiden Hutchinson uh, for the Jaguars. Now you start to see this team start take shape. Okay, I'm back up to the top, and we're not going to do any trades here. I'm back up to the top of round two um this is going to be a tough one this is going to be a seriously tough one for me because it's probably not going to be sexy because i'm sitting here looking at a kid i want to take so bad for the jaguars at wide receiver now you have to think they've addressed wide receiver twice so far in free agency to go along with what they already have they could still use one I don't think at the top of the second round you necessarily have to take one based on the information that I'm sitting here looking at. 
Who will they take? What can't you get later? I'll tell you what you cannot get later. You cannot get that offensive tackle who fell out of the first round, that next guy from that early group. You can't get that later, but you can get it now. It's not sexy, but I'm going to take Bernhard Raymond from Central Michigan to be the tackle that the Jaguars take in this draft. He can play left tackle. He can play right tackle. So I'm going to take a non-sexy pick, and this is a very, very Trent Baalke-ish pick. And I know you guys, you'll probably get upset because if I tell you who's on the board, I'm not going to tell you who's on the board. If I tell you who's on the board, you're going to get angry at me for not taking him. But I'm going to take Bernhard Raymond because he was the next best option, and he wasn't too far off from where they had him rated. I took him at 33, and the board actually had him at like 40 in in the 40. So another pick, just like Walker Little, now you've added him and you've added Alex Kappa to go along uh, with what you already had on the offensive line. Right here, we are back at the top of the third round and the Jaguars still have more needs. They've gotten edge. They've gotten offensive tackle. And now y'all going to fall back in love with me again because I ain't going to forget about you at wide receiver this time. I'm going to take George Pickens sitting there at the top of the third round. So now I actually did come back and get that thing that you all wanted so bad. Now, here's where it gets good for the Jaguars. They have another pick. The Jaguars actually have another choice, which is right behind that first pick. And this is the trade that they made. Uh, last year with Carolina for C.J. Henderson. So at pick number 70, I'm going to tell you what's available. There are a couple of really good tight ends, and I know that they really, really want to invest in that tight end group very much. There's a real, real good linebacker that I'm sitting there looking at right now, and we haven't really addressed much on that defense. We haven't addressed much on that defense at all. But i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to just take the kid – Ain't no way in the world this kid going to be available. But I'm going to take him because according to this, according to this particular draft, he's sitting right here and he's looking at me. I'm going to take Lewis Seen from Georgia, a safety, who I'm going to say that I'm going to compare and I'm going to uh, I'm going to pair with Andre Cisco, and I'm going to give Seen a chance to beat out uh, Jenkins when he comes back from being injured. We got one more pick to finalize it, I'm only going four rounds here because we're talking about impact. We're talking about impact. So as this draft is rolling through right now, so far, the Jags have Aiden Hutchinson, Bernard Raymond, the offensive tackle, and Bruce, uh, not Bruce Pickens, but Pickens' kid out of Georgia, George Pickens, and they went right back to Georgia and got Lewis seen in the draft. You had to do something with defense because all of the free agent additions that I had made were all offensive players outside of Aiden Hutchinson going number one. The Jags are sitting now at the top of the fourth round. And as I look at the top of the fourth round, there's some pretty, pretty good players. Ooh, there's one in particular that I really, really want to do for the Jaguars. But I'm not going to do that because it would be a little bit redundant right now to be able to go and grab 
uh, that player. But uh, a lot going on right here, man. There's a lot going on. Let me. I, I got to tell something. I, I, okay, I'm going to tell. James Cook is sitting right here. And I know y'all are saying, man, you can't j- take James Cook one year. You can't take a third straight Georgia player. You can't take him. You just took ETN and you don't have size at running back. Your running backs aren't really that big. You're right. You know what we need to do? The Jaguars need to go and re- continue to reinvest in the offensive line. I'm going to take Cole Strange out of Chattanooga. Cole Strange out of Chattanooga. Started a lot of games. Started 44 games in his time at Chattanooga. He uh, anticipated to be an interior lineman at 6'6", 301. So now you've added three offensive linemen in the draft. If you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, you have more picks. We're not going to do those picks. We're going to evaluate this and how this part – of the draft went we're going to talk about this in our last segment here on locked on jaguars on a tuesday because i think we've done a lot here and i really do believe you guys will be helped i got to tell you about locked on nfl that's on youtube locked on nfl is a show i host the one on tomorrow with james rapine but monday through friday it's every day we pair some guys up who do a really good job from around the league that'll tell you exactly what you need to know make sure you tune into and subscribe to the locked on uh nfl shows wherever you get your podcast and make it your second listen of the day i'm gonna tell you what else you need to do man is uh go to rockauto.com for all of your car parts and accessories this episode is brought to you by rocco and i'm gonna tell you right now when you are traveling and when you have children that are away and they're traveling and then in this day and age we have family all over the place on the road all times of the day and the last thing you need is for them to not travel safely part of that is having good parts on your car you want brakes that work on time you want brakes that work when they're supposed to and you want the proper uh parts from front to back on your vehicle uh to make sure your family is safe and here's the thing you want to save money in doing that sometimes that security is expensive it is not that expensive with rockauto.com because it is a family-owned business that's been in business for over two decades and there's no reason for you to pay 30 to 50 and even 100 percent more at chain stores uh when you can go on rockauto.com and get the parts delivered to your door so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need all right rockauto.com we thank you again for making us your first listen here on locked on jaguars make sure you check out locked on nfl draft with ryan tracy and eric crocker you have an analytical analyst and a former nfl cornerback and they're going to put it all together for you like they do every single day and show you what it's all about. So the Locked On NFL Draft, some of these players that I'm talking about, they'll give you all the information on those guys. Make sure you like, subscribe, and make that another listen of the day wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's talk about what we've done for this team so far. Not sexy. And remember, there's always another round of free agents uh, that the Jaguars can go out and get on the veteran market. And we'll explore that too in one that we're going to do tomorrow. This one wasn't a high end. This is just to kind of temper your expectations a little bit because when you get into free agency, you have to, one, the player has to want to come here. You have to pay him. You have to make sure that Trent Baalke and those guys, they have to make sure they adjust and their value versus actually having to get talent. All of that stuff has to be balanced out. So let's see what we've done. And this is without any knowledge of the tendencies of Doug Peterson or any of the people on his staff in free agency. We added tight end C.J. Uzoma, 
uh, Cedric Wilson and Christian Kirk at wide receiver. So there are some skill position additions. Along with in the draft, we were able to get George Pickens. So now what do you have? You have a slot receiver and an outside receiver, and then you have another young outside receiver who's standing like 6'3". All three guys can run. All three guys go up and fight for the ball. You still have in-house. You still have Marvin Jones Sr. You still have LaVisca Chenault. Uh, Agnew can play a little bit for you, as well as the possibility that they uh, sign, re-sign Laquan Treadwell because of how he played down the stretch. I think that's a pretty good group when you can consider Cedric Wilson is wanting to be retained by Dallas. Christian Kirk can really, really play, had a big year last year, and that you have a young guy in George Pickens who can be that outside threat and your deep threat and give you some more size in your unit, especially in the red zone. CJ Uzoma helps in the red zone as well because he's a red zone target. He's 6'6". Uh, I think that helps. On the offensive line, I think he did some work here. I think Alex Kappa, the veteran, to go along with a Bernard Raymond, uh, the young uh, offensive tackle out of Central Michigan, I really do believe that that's, that's the kind of work that you'd actually want to do um, if, you're the, if you're the Jaguars. You want to be able to add those guys um, in the draft as well as the Jaguars also added Cole Strange, another interior uh, lineman who started a lot of games at Chattanooga. So you get three guys that are 6'6 or better along that front that are good in both pass blocking and you don't um, you, you don't totally flip it and, 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 and revamp the offensive line, but you do help it along. You think Walker Little and you know Brandon Linder is going to be around. You have depth with Tyler Shatley, and then you can still see what you can salvage out of Jawan Taylor. But it's a pretty good start with a new coach, I think, addressing those three offensive line positions. Also, remember the retention of Adam Gosses and Dewan Smoot combined with adding Aiden Hutchinson in this draft. So there it is. There's your first installment. It's not the sexiest one, but it's one that will give you a glimpse of the possible reality of free agency and how this may go. Um, you added length. You added size. You had a speed and you had a depth, two of the most critical positions. And then Lewisine, he gives you a really, really good player who can cover and tackle. His numbers were through the roof at the combine. I don't think he's going to be there at the top of the uh, third round, but we'll see. So how do we do the first day? We'll do more. We'll make it a little more sexy uh, as we move along throughout the week. But this is the first glimpse of the series that I'm doing. Uh, build your team. That's right. We got to build our team. Thank you for joining us here on the Locked On Jaguars podcast. We will see you next time here on Locked On Jaguars.